Welcome to Sleepless in St. Canard, where the Stodrill places REM cycles. I'm Kitty. And I'm Ange. And we haven't slept. In 30 years. This is a podcast about the 90s classic cartoon Darkwing Duck and love is in the air. Come along with us on a cozy trip through the tunnel of love, tickle the pages of the Quackronomicon, and there are more diamonds you could shake at an engagement ring emporium at in today's episode. My Valentine Ghoul. Yay! Hey! Morgana-thon continues. Heck yes. And, uh... Yeah, it's a good it's a good one because not only is it a Morganathon, it is also Negaduck Central. Thinking about it, there's only a few episodes where they both appear together, and I think they are Justice Justice Ducks, part one and two, this episode, and Malice's Restaurant, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, Very solid episodes too, because Negaduck is great on his own. But if there's something about the dynamic of the three of these characters together is great. Nickaduck is just, I mean, he's always pleased with himself, but he's super pleased with himself in this episode. <laughs> it's just a lot of fun. So Disney Plus, if you'd like to watch along with us, it is season one, episode 46. And a very concise blurb of Nickaduck tries to win over Morgana's affection. Technically true. This one. Yes. <laughs> All right. So take us away, Ange. So because this was one of our Halloween wheel episodes, we didn't get it put into one of our categories. If I had to put it into a category, I would say that this one fits quite nicely into Let's Get Problematic. Despite me <laughs> saying that, it is one of my favorite episodes because of the aforementioned presence of both Negaduck and Morgana. But as I know we will we will cover and get into it, there's plenty of points in this episode when you're watching it when you realize this definitely would not have gone over well in present day cartoons. So essentially this is a classic love potion episode. It is a Morgana and Darkwing Duck relationship episode and I would say this is the episode that people use when they're arguing about why they shouldn't be together because it's seen as a toxic unhealthy dynamic and it's basically to sum it up their relationship is on the rocks a nine-year-old child decides to save their relationship for them and she decides to do this by making a love potion Negaduck also decides to just get in on this because he wants to seduce Morgana to use her for her magic. And when you combine that all together, you get this very interesting episode. It is a strange cocktail. Truly. Like, up until I watched this episode, I totally forgot that Goslin was in it at all. Really? Yeah. I mean, to, she barely interacts with anybody except for Eek, Squeak, and Archie the whole time. Like, did Darkwing even know that she was following them on their date? Like, was he aware that entire know. time? Or was she just stalking her dad because she does not have any other ho- hobbies? That that was one of the notes that I made to myself. I'm like, do they even know that she's there? Like, what's happening? So, yeah, so... Um, my Valentine Ghoul. Stump uh, jump on in here. So our episode opens up with um Darkwing and Morgana having a date in a graveyard, uh Lady in the Tramp style. 
which is interesting because the table that they're using is a coffin with a tablecloth on it and uh but apparently this is normal enough that a skeletal hand produces a tentacle egg thing for Darkwing to eat who's not enthusiastic about it and as we mentioned Goslin, Eek, Squeak and Archie are just kind of hanging out in the graveyard too watching their date <laughs> um, which like if Darkwing is like oh I have a, a date with Morgana just you know hang out that's kind of weird. And if it was Goslin being like, I'm going to go watch my dad on a date, that's also really weird. So <laughs> I don't, I would like to think that Launchpad was supposed to be watching her and she just snuck out on her own because she knows she can't trust Darkwing to not be a dumbass, which, I mean, fair enough. Proven, correct. proven true immediately. Yeah. So. We see, you know, Darkwing and Morg having their thing, and then it pans over to Goslin, and it's the, like the eek and squeaker swooning over the, you know, the date, and some a weird skeleton pops out of the ground and like starts trying to kiss Goslin. <laughs> FBI, I, open up! That looked I, like a fully I, grown adult skeleton. It sure did. Was he the waiter? Like, well, there's, this is why you shouldn't bring your child to graveyard dates. And she just shoves him away and tells him to get a life. And um, we're just hitting the ground running here. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, we have the continual um, dilemma of Morgana trying to get Darkwing to eat gross food. And she's like, why have it just shushed your food? And he's just stabbing the entire table trying to get it. And it's basically my summary here just kind of reads like bullet points because he's he just as poorly as Morgana is represented in certain parts of this episode. He is such a dick. Thank <laughs> you. Episode. Yes. Thank you. Everybody wants to pin it on Morgana. But I, I think I think we need to realize that as much as we love Darkwing he can be really awful to the ones he loves. He is, like, out of the gate just being a jerk. Because, number one, you're on a date with your girlfriend, and you say, Yeah, well, I never really liked fast food. Besides, I just can't get my mind off diamonds. Diamonds? As in engagement ring? No, as in crime ring. Break up with him. <laughs> Don't. Why are you here? He treats you like an idiot. You're not an idiot, Morgana. You went to college. Did Darkwing? Who knows? Red it's flags. It's not an engagement ring he's talking about. Yeah, it's just red flags the size of skyscrapers. Um, so, yeah, not an engagement ring. There's apparently a crime ring going around. He's an idiot. And Morgana is understandably bummed. But she bounces back really quickly, in my opinion, because she's like, oh, okay. She's like, well, I could help you. Like, she's trying to be involved with him and show that, hey, we, well, I could help you with that. And he's immediately just a jerk about it. Diamonds are disappearing all across St. Canard. Oh, 
I see. You're talking about a case. Well, I could help you with that. Oh, hold it! The last time you helped me, you turned me into a rutabaga. Well, that was just a teeny accident. Oh, sorry, Morgana, but I just can't have you getting in my way again. It's like, what? Dude. And I, I don't really know the time frame of this, but it seems like this is the day before Valentine's Day. Yes. And he's telling her that she, he you know, can't have her getting in his way when she offers to help him uh, with his crime solving. Oh, so she, re she responds appropriately to being told she gets in her boyfriend's way and zabs him into some kind of weird balloon-looking thing with no legs and then attempts to mur murder him repeatedly, blowing up every headstone in the graveyard. <laughs> Those very expensive tombstones that grieving families have paid for. <laughs> the next day, somebody goes to, like, lay some flowers on their dead spouse's grave and they're like, uh, well, she's around here somewhere. <laughs> I guess I'll just leave them here. I feel like this episode and this part is a really good example of manufacturing drama for the plot. Like they really, mm -hmm. because even in other episodes with Morgana and Darkwing, their relationship seems to be at different stages. And this one was just, it's like they went out of their way to insert as much conflict as possible so that it would push the episode along and create the you know domino effect of events that we get but I feel like that's why Darkwing is really horrible to her and she's even more trigger happy than normal because mm -hmm. they were just I don't know I yeah. feel like they were playing that up a lot yeah and I mean, I feel like, oh, I guess it still happens now, but especially sitcoms of the day, it was very much like the old ball and chain, like couple, couples were always fighting with each other. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that this was more of a product of its time. But it really, no, even Morgana in this episode is just so polar opposite from one second to the next because she's rational and then she just flies off the handle and it's purely played for like laughs. I mm -hmm. think, but they don't really land. She just seems kind of, you know, dramatic and emotional. Damn emotional women, you know? But if, you know, you're sitting at dinner with your boyfriend, he starts talking about how diamonds and then saying that you, he doesn't want you to tag along because you'll get in his way. I think that if I was a magic user, I might also turn my boyfriend into some kind of balloony thing with no legs. Fair. That's very fair. I mean, yeah. But then you ask, she's trying to blow up the graveyard. Uh, Goslin chimes in with a, well, this isn't the best day they'd had, but it's fun to watch. <laughs> Which means that she's been to previous dates of theirs since she yeah. seems to know <laughs> what to compare it to. <laughs> That's what I heard. I was like, which begs the question, how many of their dates has she watched? And do they know that she's there? Did she follow them just to be nosy? Which, you know, she probably did. So that's that's going on. And as we kind of pan away from the graveyard, we just see Morgana's magic blasting into the sky like a laser light show. And it's just such a stupid transition that it made me laugh because it pans literally down the street from the graveyard. And Negaduck is standing on one side of the street. 
just on the sidewalk in a garbage can or behind a garbage can. I don't know. I couldn't figure out that screen. But he's just watching a couple literally on the other side of the street, but he's watching them through binoculars. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, he's not inconspicuous, which I don't know how he could be inconspicuous in a yellow suit, but it's just a visual thing that cracked me up. And he's watching the worst proposal ever in the history of the world uh, going down. Uh, with a will Myrtle, will you marry me? <laughs> and then, of course, Myrtle gets zapped by Morgana's loose fire and magic and turns into a weird looking dog person. And her beloved loses his shit and bolts. He's still holding the ring in its box at, box at arm's length as he's screaming and running away. And there's a swipe cut to Negaduck holding the ring in the same position. <laughs> What's the matter, pal? Don't you believe in love at first fright? <laughs> I'd better check this out. But it's like, how did he get it? Did the guy throw the like? He still had the ring in his hand. So, and that's the last we see of Myrtle and this this poor guy. So I guess we'll never know. But I I kind of wonder. I have to wonder if Negaduck, um, you know got that ring from him knocked him out or who could say but negaduck seems very pleased with himself because again when doesn't he but this this episode it seems like negaduck is just in like having the best time in this episode and he laughs at his jokes in this episode more than i think he does in any <laughs> any of the other ones he appears in that's probably why it's one of my favorite episodes with him is just because of how every time he's just like if no one's around to appreciate it he damn well is going to appreciate his own cleverness (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so now that he has this guy's diamond ring he which we never see again it's just, I guess, supposed to let you know immediately that Negaduck is the one that's been stealing the diamonds, which, you know, mission accomplished. And he no- finally notices the chaos that's happening at the graveyard and goes to investigate. And he sneaks along in typical cartoon fashion, hiding behind things. And another thing he does in this episode a lot is he kind of editorial... Edit- oh my god, I can't say it. Editorializes. Like, he kind of just, he, he's just talking to us all the time. But he kind of gives us Morgana's whole backstory as he watches her trying to kill Darkwing. He's our exposition <laughs> he's guy. He is. But even, th- like, he just, he just breaks the fourth wall to pieces in this episode, and it's great. And so as he, as Negaduck is watching on. So now this means that both Negaduck and Goslin, Eekswick, and Archie are both sneaking around watching Morgana and Darkwing's date. Um, But Darkwing, in his perhaps most suicidal moment, This is just the sort of immature behavior I'd expect from an (gasps) ex-crook. So that's what this is all about. You don't trust me. No, 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 not at all. It's just that they say people never really change. What? Um, well, I didn't say it. They said it. I mean, of course, I'm saying it now. I wish they were here. 
Darkwing? If you can't trust me, then you can consider us through! Damn. I'm sorry, Darkwing. Have you ever looked at anything that you have done in your life? Because <laughs> I don't think you should be throwing stones, my friend. Like, how is that supposed to help? How is that supposed to help the situation at all, Darkwing? It's just the worst. So then Morgana breaks up with him by blowing him back up into his usual, like, two-legged slope. And, uh, as she storms away, Negadok's slide whistle appears from behind a headstone to explain his intention to the camera. Her magic would fit perfectly into my plan. <laughs> Time to go at garden. Ah, he's just, just not wasting any time. This is one of those episodes where he's just at his peak Negaduck, but a lot of people seem to think he's very edgy and serious and angry all the time. <laughs> and I feel like this episode really breaks that image because of all the reasons you mentioned previously and just... His, his overall behavior is just hilarious. Yes. He's just... He's... He, uh, he's just negaducking. Oh, yeah. So time to go a courtin'. He's uh, mallard on a mission. And Darkwing collapses. You know, all singed and everything. And Oz uh, and the bats and spider pop back into the scene. Somehow not seeing any of Negaduck snooping. And she puts Eek, Squeak, and Archie on patching up things with Morgana as she intends to attempt the Herculean task of getting Darkwing's head out of his ass. And then we have a fantastic scene change, like right from, you know, Goslin saying, oh, you work on Morgana. And it's an exterior shot of Macabre Manor where Morgana is just yelling about how she's never going back to Darkwing. <laughs> so it's like, never in a million years. So I was like, oh, I guess things are going well. But, of course, you know, she says all this, and then the doorbell rings, and she's immediately like, oh, that must be him. I should go make sure I'm beautiful. <laughs> all right, Morgana. Well, she says, I'd rather give up my Hex of the Month club than ever talk to Darkwing again. Which, I want to be a part of the Hex of the Month club. Me too. Is it like a, how, how expensive is the Hex of the Month club? Because those subscription services are expensive, man. Maybe it is something like it costs in souls or blood or bones or something. Mm. Okay. I have all those things. <laughs> Good. I could, I could get at least one of, one of something. Um, so anyway, yeah. So her convictions are, are hollow because then there's a knock at the door and she immediately starts primping, expecting Dark Queen to come crawling back, begging for forgiveness. Um, she even uses Archie as like a powder puff because... <laughs> I thought, you know, growing up in the 90s, I really thought that powder puffs were going to be, like, a bigger thing. But I have never once used a powder puff. It's not Darkwing, as she believes, but lo and behold, it's Negaduck. And she says it in such a funny way, too. Oh, um, now, who could this be? Negaduck? What are you doing here, you... you... Villain? Oh, villain no more, Morgana. I have reformed. I find that hard to believe. 
He doesn't even know how to say the word because it's not a concept (laughs) he'd ever consider. (laughs) It's so good. And he is just so crazy good in this scene because he's just so, he's just so obviously having it up because she's obviously suspicious because of course she should be. And then Negaduck just starts sobbing. Like, hamming it up even more. And he's like, if you don't trust me, who will? And then he starts thrashing on her couch in, like, a toddler tantrum, hysterically sobbing. And Morgana is very uncomfortable with everything that's happening. <laughs> and, of course, Trick caves in to try to make him calm down. And what is, like, one of my favorite bits in the entire show is as she's soothing him, mid-tantrum, he just goes, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Like in between. (laughs) If you don't trust me, who will? (laughs) Well, that is I. uh... Oh, well, of course I trust you. Oh, thank you, thank you. (laughs) You don't know how much this means to me. Morgana, I'm sorry. I, I, yeah. Good. And he does it a couple times. And every time it's so funny because it's just, it's a nod, I guess, to the kids watching, being like, no, he's not really sad. He's just evil. But it's also just Negaduck not being able to contain his own glee <laughs> with himself. It's fantastic. So, of course, as he's hugging Morgana, cry laughing into her shoulder, that's when Darkwing actually comes crawling back. And sees Negaduck hanging on her. And the look and, on his uh, face. It's, mm-hmm. it's this smarmy mm-hmm. look that is just perfect in all ways. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Because he's just like... <laughs> and the Darkwing's flowers wilt at the sight. And she's like, oh, you won't believe it. Negaduck has changed his evil ways. And he's like, you're right. I don't believe it. And then Negaduck's like, no, I really am. I, I'm reformed. I make candy now. <laughs> Nega sweets. I make Valentine candy. And Darkwing shoots back. Like what? Chocolate covered grenades? Which. To be fair, yeah. that wouldn't be far yeah. off from what he would probably do. Yeah, no. It, it would totally check out. And then Darkwing demands to know what Morgana and Negaduck were really up to. And Morgana is just kind of delighted at this. She's like, don't tell me you're jealous. And his response is pretty great. Why, Darkwing, don't tell me you're jealous. Moi? Jealous of Negaduck? (laughs) I'm sure he's incredibly handsome. A snappy dresser. Fabulously wealthy. But I, on the other hand, am desperate! Oh, please, please, please! Don't toss me aside, Morgana! Please, give me one more chance, I beg of you! (laughs) He just, like, throws himself at her feet and starts begging her to take him back. And I did not remember that happening, because I'm like, oh, here comes Darkwing, just being like, whatever, but he's just, nope. And Negaduck's little playing up of how fabulous he is as Darkwing is listing off all his attributes. It's pretty great, too. When did you watch this episode last, before this? Uh, You know what? It had showed that I did watch it, but it may have been, like, over a year ago. 
I'm going to confess that I have probably watched this episode well over 20 times. I didn't even really need to watch it for the podcast <laughs> because I can actually replay it verbatim in my head and all of the lines. It's kind of perfect. <laughs> kind of perfect. This is why we have a Dark Green Duck podcast. It's true. This is the only only place where that is actually appropriate. <laughs> so you're saying I shouldn't have watched it at all and you could have just done it for me? Would you do the voices? I'd try. I, I don't think I could ever you... truly mimic Negaduck's deep, sultry, cigarette-smoking voice. He does get down there in that low octave a couple times this episode. So there's 13 episodes counting the original Negatron Negaduck that he appears in. And throughout these episodes, Jim Cummings, his voice for Negaduck kind of varies. There's some episodes where it's a bit higher up and others where it's a bit lower. And in my opinion, this episode is the perfect, like, perfect pitch. It is just at, like, the volume that he hits for all of the lines on this, I think, was peak Negaduck of all the episodes. Mm. It's really good. Because yeah, he does tend to go a little higher sometimes, which I'm sure was because doing the low lower register hurts his voice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that, that made me laugh. And then, you know, Dark, Darkwing um, saying that he's desperate and begging her to take him back. And he promises to take her out for the best date of her life. And Negaduck lays it on thicker than molasses of his fragile state, immediately turning to the couch to cry again. <laughs> and he's just sobbing and, of course, looks over his shoulder and goes, eh, <laughs> in the middle of it all. Then Morgana, revealing her true intentions all along, suggests that all three of them go out. Because that's not weird at all. Wow. <laughs> Morgana's like, finally, my moment. <laughs> Why choose when I could have it all? Um, Darkwing challenges her, but then backs down when he's reminded of the foot he'd lodged so deep in his mouth he could pick his nose with a toe. You want to bring a criminal on a date with us? Former criminal. Or do you still think people never change? Who, me? No, 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 no. <laughs> no way. <laughs> then let's forgive and forget. <laughs> yeah! Let's let bygones be bygones. From now on, we'll all be pals. It just kind of puts Darkwing in a headlock that I don't think he releases him from for like 24 hours, is what I would like to think. <laughs> because the next time we see them, they're still in the same position. And uh, then I guess we just flash forward to Valentine's Day, where there's a carnival going on. So I guess... Wherever St. Canard is, it is a warmer climate that Valentine's Day in February is not too cold for carnivals. And um, we kind of start with the the sideshows, and there's a tattooed man, a two-headed dog-nosed person, a sword swallower, a fire breather, and a snake charmer. And Morgana is feels immediately at home around all these weirdos. And a lot of those characters are just not animated. They're just standing there. This carnival's nothing but a bunch of creeps, mutants, and misfits. Oh, just like my last family reunion. So, are you boys having fun? No. Yes! Good. Now, let's see. What should we do first? 
How about getting rid of the competition? Darkwing is in the headlock because Negaduck has got him by the neck, and they both look completely miserable. Which <laughs> is pretty funny. And once Morgan is not paying attention, Negs promptly attempts to get rid of the competition by tickling the fire breather, who emulates a stationary Darkwing who does not react for like a good five seconds before grabbing a sword from the sword swallower and challenges Negaduck just in time for Morgana to catch him and scold him. Beautiful. Because of course. Yeah. He just kind of stands there all charred looking pissed off until Negaduck comes back and like puts his arm around his shoulders again. And then he grabs his sword. And of course, Goslin is also there spying on this date because why not? And the tattoos on the tattooed man's belly are revealed to be actually Archie Eek and Squeak, who peel themselves off the man with a totally disgusting, gross, like, custard pie sound. And then the tattooed man seems surprised at this development. Like, he thought that they were actually his tattoos. Come on, guys. Dad needs our help. He has so many, he just lost track. There's a lot to unpack there sir i'm sorry we can't help you work through this this is not the this is not the show for that and then negaduck takes morgana by the waist which is quite a bold he move he does he does it a couple times she's there her waist grabbed a, quite a bit in this one um and negaduck leads them to the perfect valentine's day ride the tunnel of love ah here we are the perfect Valentine's Day ride. Megaduck, you are not taking my date into the Tunnel of Love. Why, of course not, Dark. This is a ride for lovers. Now you do enjoy. Whoa, okay. <laughs> Judging by how Darkwing reacts, um, when she asks him for a kiss, I don't know that they're quite lovers, but... Yeah, as you see, Namafa Halo appears over his head. Beautiful. Just beautiful. Like, um, where did you get that from? But Darkwing wonders if he misjudges Negaduck's sudden 180, and Morgana is appreciative of this, of course, until Negaduck swivels around a Cupid to shoot at Darkwing while they're in the, the Tunnel of Love, but nobody sees this. Yeah, Dark Darling, you can even trust me. Trust me to obliterate you. Just talking to himself. Keep in mind, and too, gonna... that this just happened minutes before Negaduck tickled the fire-breathing guy who set Darkwing on fire. And now Darkwing's <laughs> like, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I misjudged him. Oh, maybe he's actually a pretty good wingman. But then, you know, but yeah. <sighs> Consistency. Uh, Morgana asks Darkwing for a kiss, and Darkwing shorts out. Of course, as he's about to kiss her, he gets clobbered by the Cupid's arrow, and Morgana is left high and dry. A kiss? Sure, why not? I mean, one kiss coming up. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, Darkwing dance. I'm ready. Darkwing? Well, for his sake, I hope you went to get a breath mint. And it's like, he was there and just poof, he's gone. Like, nobody has to see, seems to have any critical thinking here. 
But also, as she gets out of the tunnel of love, Negs is immediately- Oh dear, I promised I wouldn't say anything. Okay, you dragged it out of me. He went off to foil some crime. Without me? He said he would have asked for your help, but, well, once a crook, always a crook. He, he said that? I love it. <laughs> so good. It's like, oh, he went to go fight some crime. And she's like, oh, without me? He says, oh, he said he would have asked for your help, but, well, once a crook, always a crook. That negadeck. And then, of course, she rants along about what a jerk Darkwing is. And Negadeck is just standing there nodding. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 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 It's pretty great. And then Eek, Squeak, and Archie bring Goslin back to Morgana's to meet the Quackronomicon. I think his name is Edwin. Like, he was... Edwin? In the Mary... Edwin? Oh, the voice actor. Like the actor. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not. He's not the voice actor, but he sounds like him. He's the guy who did the voice of the um, Mad Hotter in Alice in Wonderland. It's a voice that people seem to um, like um, imitate a lot, like Alan Tudyk in Wreck It Ralph as the King of Candy or whatever the heck that guy's name was. Is he talks like him too? Oh, that's yes, true. His name is Edwin. So yeah, that was another thing too. And for as much as they put into the Quackronomicon, like this is the only time we see it, right? Yes. It's just interesting. And of course, you know, it's a, a play on the Necronomicon. But you could call me Quacky. I mean, he's kind of cute. I kind of wish he was in it more, but I don't really have a burning desire for more of Quacky to crack Quackronomicon. But he supplies Goslin with the information as to how to make a love potion. And it's three newt's eyes, a cup of pureed toad, 12 slug knuckles. Uh, Starblood is fine. But Goslin is super excited about the slug knuckles. As she should be. I would be too. And then makes this love potion and... Of course, Archie gets hit with it and immediately gets inappropriate Pepe Le Pew style with one of the bats. Can we talk about the fact that Goslin has no magic background whatsoever, and yet she flawlessly pulled off a love potion? She nailed it, yeah. Because when you think about it, that's probably one of the harder types of magic. You, Even though it's temporary, it still involves, you know, taking control of another person's affections. Genie and Aladdin couldn't do it, but Goslin can. Exactly. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty impressive. Goslin makes a love potion, and then Igaduk is asking Morgana if she ever thinks about going back to her life of crime. Um, and he's this is one of the few instances that I recall in the show where he has the big fang teeth as he's talking to her, mm-hmm. and she's just trying to like basically chop his head off with the door and get him outside. Like, all right, it's time for you to go. And then he stands on her porch and talks to us, the viewer, about how this may not be so easy um, as he anticipated until he makes Morgana fall for him. As if he's going to leave and come back later to try something else. And instead he just rams the door open (laughs) and sweeps Morgana off her alleged feet. Or at least tries to. 
and he's yeah like dipping her but it's just so funny that he's just like oh well this might take a little bit more time than i thought it's like blam just (laughs) back in he's tagging himself back in as she's you know telling him you know he's like oh we are made for each other and she's like the only guy i was made for was darkwing and i'm not even so sure about him anymore of course as she's saying this darkwing comes in and is like oh i caught you cheating but she was literally just saying that how you're the only duck for her. Like, if, he, if everybody had just walked in, if Darkwing had arrived five seconds earlier in, like, every scene in this episode, it would have been a lot shorter. Um, and she says, why should I explain? You're the one who disappeared, remember? And she's got a point. She does. I mean, you did, you did abandon her on Valentine's Day, even though he did have a valid excuse because he was pinned to the wall. And uh, Goslin takes this time to try to spray Morgana so that she falls in love with Darkwing again and gets Darkwing instead. And he gets super, super buddy-buddy with Negs. <laughs> um, and he just kind of, like, just goes deep diving in there and just puts him in a bathrobe and slippers. And his little slippers are little duckies. They're so cute. <laughs> And he says, me and Negaruni are bros at some point. And it's just, it's so funny. And Negaduck is fuming. Like, he, he's so bad. He can't even move his mouth to talk. <laughs> I think that was probably more an animation thing. I think but so, he too. Just, he's, he's just like, I don't know what you're trying to pull here, Darkwing. But his entire, like, mouth does not move. And, of course, in a, a brilliant display of how potent a magic potion is. Me and Negaruni are bros, compadres, chums. I don't know what you're trying to pull here, Darkwing, but... Oh, what's the matter, Negzio, pal? Is there something else I could do for you? Yeah, go jump off a cliff! Yo, anything for you, Negmeister. And to think, all this time, all I had to do was ask. That was such, that whole scene in general was just beautiful in every way. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. So as Negaduck is lamenting how easily Darkwing just offed himself, he just goes, now where were we? And starts macking it to Morgana again. And then uh, Darkwing comes back, having picked flowers for Negaduck. And then the love potion wears off. But his zinger for coming back at Negaduck to fight him is the only thing I'm going to jump is you. <laughs> Romeo, I'm like, whoa. Is that, is that really what you meant to say, Darkwing? My God, I would jump in Negaduck. Phrasing. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, the bats narc on Goslin about the love potion. Negaduck, in in the perfect way to describe just how competent he actually is, even though he is kind of a dink, he just bludgeons Darkwing with a tray, and then Morgana starts throwing her magic out and freezes Darkwing by accident, and then Negaduck bounces her magic back at her and she freezes herself. And he's prepared for every situation with both puns and giant ice tongs, and makes the most of it as he cracks jokes to himself and, like, just hysterically laughing about his own jokes as he's dragging her away. 
He's just like, oh, well, everything's coming up, Negaduck. He's just having a grand old time. And Goslin sets to work. She gets a blowtorch and defrosts Darkwing. And then we head over to Negaduck's hideout of the week. As a, a miscolored Negaduck, as he's colored as Darkwing, tips Morgana free of her ice and, um, and just smashes it with a hammer. And he flips a switch as is his favorite thing to do, and shows all the diamonds that he has to Morgana, and she scolds him as he confesses. Diamonds? So you're behind all those diamond robberies! Believe me, I feel terrible stooping to such petty crimes. But you just can't imagine how expensive a thermonuclear warhead is these days. He's like, well, you could just use your magic to make these diamonds as big as boulders. And as it's kind of cool, like, this scene. I like the way that they do this, because he's just kind of in a still frame, and he's holding up the chocolate that have the diamonds in the center of them. And as she responds to him, we just see her reflection in the diamond as she's, you know, turning him down and, like, turns her back on him. It's like, oh, that's pretty neat. It was pretty good. And, uh, yeah. And then... Negaduck, once again, is once a criminal, always a criminal. And Morgana tries to zap him, but he's too quick. And she gets splatted with a whole bunch of chocolate. And she, it freezes her for some reason. And then he tastes it. Mmm, yum. I've always loved women with good taste. Oh, <laughs> so... Like it's, I guess it's... It's not as bad as the, the pudding Darkwing with Quacker Jack. But so lecherous so lecherous mm, yeah yeah and um then we get our our one and only i am the terror that flaps in the night in this episode this i am the lollipop that sticks in your hair i am and then he gets splatted with chocolate too and then negaduck finishes it for him he's like well if it isn't chocolate dipped duck and uh of course he's also frozen in chocolate and Goslin comes and attempts to clobber Negaduck, but in the, the way of Darkwing Duck characters everywhere, she announces her presence to him before she jumps off the giant whatever she's on to, to smack him with her hockey stick. But um, she gets love potioned instead. And then this is where she's quote-unquote in love with Negaduck, but she's just kind of like the same way Darkwing was. Like, oh, buddy, old pal, let me know if anybody bothers you. And the Darkwing breaks free of his chocolate prison with his buzzsaw cufflinks. And as he goes to fight Negative, she just bites his leg. <laughs> She's just like holding on to Darkwing's leg with her teeth. And uh, then Negative shoots them with frosting because sure. Oh no, Goslin shoots them with the frosting because she still quote-unquote in love with him and then she hugs him as the love potion wears off and he just looks so <laughs> furious pretty great he's ready to kill that child he sure is so luckily uh i guess he doesn't murder her outright he does shoot flammable frosting at them all it's the love potion and takes darkwing's gas gun and, and asks to use it and Darkwing has a tantrum <laughs> about it. He's like, oh, but that's my... She's like, well, just chose once in your life, trust me. And then she, you know, threw 
cartoon magic shoots it into the frosting thing and it explodes and then Negaduck is dusted with the love potion. Morgana, darling. Negaduck, my little honey wumpus. Hey, I'm supposed to be your little honey wumpus. Give her a jawbreaker, sweetums. <sighs> Why, thank you. One broken jaw coming up. Where he's all smitten with Morgana now, and she plays into it a bit and uh, asks him if he wants a jawbreaker and just decks him in the face, <laughs> which is pretty, which is pretty great. But then Negada gets murdered. <laughs> <laughs> he just really dies. He gets thrown into his pile of diamonds that gets splattered with the chocolate and then put through the contraption that jams them all into little heart shapes and puts them into boxes. So there's just a whole bunch of heart-shaped Negaduck innards somewhere. But yeah, we don't go into that. He just gets squished into his own candy. They're gonna go on go sale. You know how after Valentine's Day, all the candy goes off on sale for like 50, 80% off? He's just gonna be on one of those shelves yep. somewhere. <laughs> And I imagine that, you know, as this happens, like somebody buys the discount candy, opens up the box, and a fully formed Negaduck comes out and just, you know, stalks away, which is the less gruesome side of this. Um, but anyway, we go back to Darkwing and Morgana back at the graveyard on another romantic date. And uh, this is a, f a few times in this episode she calls him Honey Wumpus. Or she says, she calls Negaduck a Honey Wumpus and she calls him a Honey Wumpus. And I've never heard that anywhere else in my life except for Darkwing Duck. I had meant to look it up, but I didn't. And as much as, you know, they have learned in this episode um, about trusting each other and everything, it's completely thrown out the window when... She tries to order dinner for them, and he says no, which I think is probably one legitimate thing that, you know, like, I, you don't have to order dinner for me. And um, then she says, like, he says, well, you always order that crawly stuff. And she said, this time you asked for it. <laughs> so, I mean, he didn't, though. Like, this is <laughs> the one time. Is one time where he literally didn't. <laughs> But, yeah, so then, of course, you know, the, the zapping continues and it, it degrades immediately and Goslin ends us out with... Well, you know what they say. You always hurt the one you love. So. Just. There's a lot to unpack with this episode, I have to say. Yep. Yep. So that's the end of our episode here. And just a quick Google search is just bringing up nothing but Darkwing Duck or Honey Wumpus. So, I don't know. I guess that'll remain a mystery. But, yeah, so this was uh, my Valentine Ghoul. And it was a fantastic episode for Negaduck. A spotty episode for Darkwing and Morgana. But overall, a fun one. Agreed. How would you rate it? Okay, there's two ratings I have to give this because I have okay. something that is called the Negaduck Factor. And the Negaduck Factor mm -hmm. states that any episode, no matter how boring or mundane it is, if you put Negaduck into the episode, that automatically 
jumps up the rating for me. So I have to adjust the factor here. So with the Negaduck factor, I would give this a 5 out of 5. But if Negaduck was not mm. in the episode and it was some other villain, I would give it maybe a 3 out of 5. That's fair. That's fair. I would I would rate it probably, um, if I'm using your scale, 5 out of 5 chocolate-covered grenades for the Negaduck factor. And just without him, of uh, 3 out of 5 um, snooping daughters for the rest of it. Yeah, because yeah, I think Negaduck offsets a lot of... Because essentially the whole relation... Like, the whole thing otherwise is just a very kind of sad... Goslin trying to fix her dad's relationship and it is not going well and I think Negaduck really adds the balance for basically as you said he laughs at himself the entire episode and he's having such a good time and I think that really does make the episode fun and worth watching mm-hmm. yeah because it's just kind of it's almost like a parent trap situation for Goslin trying to get them to be you know together where every time they're left alone together, it just proves why they shouldn't be. But then Negaduck comes in, and he's just basically—he's—it's just the Negaduck show. He's just doing his <laughs> own thing and twisting whatever knives he can. But really, he is—I think—the funniest part of this episode because all of the other jokes just seem to be like, you know, oh man, relationships are crazy, huh? Yep. When it's just, you know, just give me, give me Negaduck being drama queen sobbing into her couch and laughing to himself. I would just, every day, I'll just get a picture of that and frame it next to my desk. What category would you put this episode into? Um, well, both of you. Assume I remember what our our category (laughs) is. I had a feeling you didn't remember. (laughs) I had a feeling. Let me pull that up real quick. We haven't had to categorize things since episode zero. I don't know. I kind of want to say that it's... Uh, with the inclusion of Ned- Negaduck, it, it might be god tier for me. Because he is so good in this episode. With the caveat of everything that we did mention. Um, Although I guess it kind of just it falls also into the tadstone says continuity <laughs> because morgana specifically is just defies all continuity whatsoever but yeah i would probably put it as god tier because it's definitely one of the ones that i go back and watch more than you know uh 90 of the other ones it's true uh I noticed um, when I used to watch this episode originally before the DVDs were released, when they're in the factory and Negaduck is shooting them with the chocolate gun thing and he shoots them with fire, they cut out a line and I didn't know that at the time. And then when I watched the DVDs, because I've watched this episode so many times, he says... Hope you like my frosting. It's my specialty. Low calorie, high octane. And immediately mm. I was like, that was cut. I do I've never heard that line before. And that just goes to show you how many times I have watched this that I just knew immediately. And sure <laughs> enough, I looked it up and I don't I guess they cut it be, I don't know why they actually cut that, but apparently they did for original on TV. Hmm. 
Interesting. I wonder why. I don't know if it's the mention of calories. Yeah, I guess maybe just to discourage kids from trying to, like, make flammable icing. Who could say? Who could say with uh, the sensors? <laughs> this is too much. Okay, but the, the skeleton trying to kiss a child, is it? No, that's true. Okay, all right. Okay, all right. We'll Negaduck. See. You know, not taking no for an answer and, like, grabbing Morgana multiple times while she says no. Like, my goodness. Yeah. 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 That's why I say this episode probably would not have gone over well in present day. No. No. He's definitely, um, no means no is definitely not a, uh, a thing in this episode. But... I do think it do. works a bit better when it is Negaduck, though, because he's so hammy and he's so evil <laughs> that, not to say that it isn't creepy, but he's so cartoonishly evil that it's hard to take him seriously as an actual serious real world threat, if that makes mm -hmm. sense, because he's just like, he's the guy that is trying to trap the police all of the police of the city in lime jello and you know has a giant cartoon sized bomb that he's trying to use like he he's just so silly and over the top that it mm -hmm. may it, it works a bit better with him than it would with i don't know some other villain yeah it takes the teeth out of it exactly yeah, yeah no i agree yeah he's and also i think it helps too because it, you just get the feeling like he doesn't care like he's not actually gonna go through with anything he like he's trying to make her fall in love with him but i feel like that's basically where it would end <laughs> he'd just be like okay well why don't you go do this like a, a harley quinn and joker kind of thing but like original batman the animated series not whatever the hell they did with the character since then um more just like i'm gonna tell you to go do this thing and you should go do it the fact he thought that was actually going to work on her, too, like, all the lines he was using, like, your beak is a temple of rapturous bliss. And he really, he, apparently this is Negaduck's idea of romance and how women work, mm -hmm. which just makes it even funnier mm -hmm. because he wasn't even, like, this was part of his plot, but he really, truly thought there was a chance that this was going to work on her, and that just makes it even funnier. Well, he was 100% convinced it was going to work. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why it's so funny. But yeah. Oh, good old Negadek. Just being the worst. Alrighty, so um, we're going to take a break from the wheel of episodes, I think. Yes. And would you like to tell the peoples what we will be doing in the meantime? We are going to do some comic-related episodes, uh, starting with the Boom Studios comics and going in order, because I have a lot of involvement and past with the comics, whereas my beautiful co-host Kitty here has never read the comics. Is that correct? Uh, that is correct. I think I have one random issue of it, and uh, I think I read like five pages of it until I got to a miscoloration on Bushroot and I'm like I don't have time for this <laughs> so I, I have nothing I have no I have kind of a little bit of knowledge just from what I've picked up uh, with 
you know, the, the fandom and all that, but 90% of it, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, so it's going to be fun because I am going to summarize and give you a walkthrough of the comics with some behind-the-scenes stories and history and spilling of the tea. Tea spilling? You know what I mean. Mm. Because there is I a do. lot of tea to be spilled when it comes to the, uh, the not the not the classic old 90s like Disney Adventures and Disney Afternoon, but starting from 2009 and onwards, those comics. So we're going to talk about that. In present time, as of right now, recording this, it is November, but I've been, I think we're, th I'm three episodes behind post-editing right now. So hopefully by the time everyone's listening to this, I would not be surprised if it's going to be either Christmas or closer to Valentine's Day by the time this episode comes out, which is thematic and also hilarious because this was from our <laughs> Halloween themed episodes that are not going to be in the month of October because it is the month of November. And yeah, we'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there someday. Spooky season's always in our hearts. It is always in our hearts. Yes. That's all good. So yeah, so next time you shall hear us, we shall be talking about the comic books. And I'm excited to hear Ange get very frustrated <laughs> about them and the choices that were made. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for us today. You got anything else to tell the folks? No. For all you people waiting for your Negaduck and Darkwing Duck QMX figurine things, I hope by the time you hear this, you have received them because as far as I know, they have been delayed until January 2022. Wouldn't it be great if all the Negaducks came in uh, Valentine's Day boxes? I'd be a little suspicious. Is, is he going <laughs> to pop out? Is he going to kill me? Maybe. I mean, it, what if he was just broken up into pieces with a diamond in each one? That would be very thematic. I think I'm going to do an unboxing of my Negaduck when he arrives. Oh, yeah. Please do. Yeah, I'll do like I a little YouTube unboxing. Beautiful. Alrighty, so until then, uh, y'all remember that you always hurt the ones you love. And crime doesn't sleep, and neither do we. Goodbye. And goodbye.